Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hey, glad to have you. Thanks a lot for taking the time. Appreciate you stopping by. Senator Ron Johnson on this program tonight. We'll talk about the soaring prices of a gallon of gasoline at the pump. In Wisconsin, where he represents, he's a U.S. senator, um, he, he says it's over $5 a gallon now. It's four forty nine up to four ninety nine in Texas. It's almost $10 a gallon in California. And that certainly is affecting Americans more, I think, than just about anything else um, on a day-to-day basis. We're going to talk about that, the economy, Joe Biden's low approval ratings, and they're, they're in the toilet. They really are. They're in the 20s and 30s, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, and, and by the way, they're not changing anything. Usually, like when I get the ratings for the show, if there's something wrong with the ratings, and there isn't, you guys are wonderful, we get great ratings. But if we had low ratings, I would maybe try to adjust and say, well, let's fix that a little bit. So that's very interesting to me that the Biden administration is literally doing nothing to fix what's going wrong with the economy. In fact, they're making it worse and telling everybody, just go buy an electric vehicle, just go buy an EV. Go make that happen. Plus, Rudy Giuliani comes on talking about crime in our cities across the nation. I ask him specifically, did anybody like George Soros get in your ear and try to buy you when you when you were becoming the mayor of New York? And we talk about that. Plus, we talk about his son Andrew's run for governor of the great state of New York. You picked a good day to, to check us out, the Joe Pag Show, on a Tuesday. <laughs> yes, indeed. I... I uh... You know what I'm saying, Carrie? Uh, yeah. I think you do. How's it going, all right? Yeah, that's fine. Best part of your day right here, right? Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Polo making it happen. Hey, look at that. I forgot to connect with Polo. And there's Sam getting it done as well. Glad to have you here on a Tuesday. So I love giving inside baseball because I think people like this. Um, a lot of people wonder what the mechanisms of putting together a radio show are. And I have no problem giving you the inside baseball. People try to act like it's rocket science. It's not. Uh, my job, in my opinion, is to entertain you for three hours a day, educate you, debate, bring you the news of the day, so on. And and, and I, I do an okay job of it, or else I wouldn't have this position. But also my job is to observe 24-7. I'm always watching and seeing what it is that I can talk about on the show. And and, and I also get input from, from Carrie, get input from... Polo, get input from Sam, who's my executive producer, and my daughter, from CJ, who's a, an associate producer, and my daughter, from Monica, my sister, who is uh, who's our booker and, and does other stuff as well. And people give me all sorts of inside input. I might get 30 stories a day, and then I decide what I want to talk about. Plus, I'll add my own you know, stories that I already know about, the TikToks that I've done, the stupid videos that I've seen, and the observations that I make. Hey, Carrie, that kind of spells it out, right? That's, yeah, that's what we do. Then I yeah. decide what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's about it. So today I say, carry a note. I said, hey, <laughs> what, you, what you got? And the answer was <laughs> a lot of the F word. And it's it just, I mean, because Carrie, uh, the, the news, mm-hmm. taking any personal stuff out of it, because we all have personal ups and downs. I get that. But t- just being completely professional. How sick and tired are you of this oh, news cycle? On a scale of one to 10, about a 15. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. And that's where I am as well. Yeah. So when you sent me this story, which was a good story, I said, <laughs> I think I said F that, I think. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah, you said Right, that. I just can't, I can't is can't what I said. <laughs> I so we're not it. going there today. Okay. I am sick and tired of these special interest groups trying to pull us one way or the other. Got to talk three hours a day about 
gay this, trans that, you know, whatever the abortion, the other. Um, look, I, you guys know where I am on those topics. I am firm on those topics. When there's a news story like over the weekend where these poor children were put, you know, in a horrible position, um, I'm going to bring that up. I'm going to talk about it as news stories happen about that. We'll talk about it as well. But I will not be pigeon-toed into doing the same thing every day. So I'm going to start with um, a couple of things, and I'm going to talk about, it's going to sound crazy, but either going shopping etiquette or maybe box store etiquette. I mean, does that sound like anything, Karen? Um, okay. You actually went out shopping? I, I did. I did. Us? And I picked a day where it's 101 degrees. Perfect. And, yeah. um, and, and uh, it turns out my key card doesn't work at the station anymore. I have no idea why that is. You were at the radio station today? I was. I avoided you, though, like the plague. But I was at the station. <laughs> oh, wow. I was at the station. That's so rude. Well, I heard that you were in a mood. I wasn't going to mess with that. <laughs> oh, okay. So, right. um, so my, I, I, pre- I put my card key in and it went, it went eat, and I thought that would let me in. I couldn't get in. And, and the security guard said, oh, your, your card key didn't work. I said, I don't think so. I, I think I still work here. And he said, <laughs> well, well Maybe. H- how old is the key? I said, well, I got it 18 years ago. When I went to the, he said, oh, you have the, the key from the old building? I said, yeah, you guys have been here like two months. Paula just said it's been two like three months. years that the new building is around. I don't know. It's not been two months. We're talking a couple of years. My dude. card key didn't work, Carrie Lockie. Uh-huh. Well, and, and, you, know, you need to come One in can more make the argument that this show I'm had saying. a lot to do with building the building. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> but um, so so I'm like, well, uh, how do I get a card key that works? He said, well, we went to the new building. You should have, or Brian should have, somebody should have gotten you a new card key. I said, well, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you. I don't have one. I mean, he let me in. It wasn't like I was barred from the building. Yeah. But um, but it actually started because I couldn't open the gate even to get in. And I <laughs> guess the times that I've come to the building, I just followed somebody who was in front oh. of me. I just, <laughs> yeah, you, you know what I mean? That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knew? So mm-hmm. so that's that's the first. I, I probably should see the people more often Dude, than once every six months. That's what I'm saying. That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Second thing, I went to, um, I don't know, I guess you would call it a warehouse club store. Okay. It rhymes with jams. Okay, I think we got that. Okay, so I go there, and I like that I like place. Jams. You know, you go. I, I like get my jams. protein bars there. Yeah. I got my cashews there today. I'm telling you about. It, I got some chicken and some ribs. Mm-hmm. You know, get you went and got some good stuff at Jams. Mm-hmm. So I'm there, and maybe I just don't know what the etiquette is anymore. Because I, I could you're be, right, because you just, don't get out very much, and you're a hermit. Uh, we get it. I understand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or uh, we're all spoiled by the curbside. Mm. Right? So, I, I mean, I've done curbside side, but, plenty. Yeah. In fact, I did curbside at a pizza place the other day where I just actually, I ordered just like a like a bowl of toppings. That's, that's what I eat. Mm-hmm. That's pizza. Hey, that's so good. Stupid. Yeah, that's keto. But the guy yeah. says, don't worry. Curbside, we'll see your car. Don't worry about it. Now, you know the big giant vehicle I, I drive. I do, yes. Gas guzzler. Yeah. It gets one mile to the gallon, but I can mm-hmm. afford it. So back off, Greeny. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I park it out front, and you can't miss that vehicle, I would think. <laughs> No, it's quite large. So I'm sitting there with Gia. I'm sitting there, and I'm waiting. I didn't want to honk or anything stupid, so I'm just sitting there, and they can see me inside the building. Yeah. So I waited five minutes, then I seven minutes, then I walked in. I said, hey, how's it going? Here to pick up for Joe. He says, oh, well, what kind of car do you drive? I said. Uh, what does it matter now? Yeah, You're in says, the store. And then he says, uh, is it this vehicle, which is a gigantic, maybe the biggest car on the, on the road. <laughs> and... um. And, he, and I said, well, I said, well, yeah. He says, well, I didn't see it. I said, I just pointed my finger out the way. He goes. And he goes, oh, right I said, well, what did you think it was going to look like? It's almost like he was expecting a different kind of vehicle when that's really specific. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I won't say the kind of vehicle it is, but it, but it rhymes with bummer mate too. Okay. So anyway. Got that. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So, I mean, so, so already. Yeah. 
Right. So I already am confused about how society works now. Mm-hmm. You're right. I've been a hermit. Some some would say I haven't seen Sun in a while. Mm-hmm. On mm-hmm. Uh, on Twitch, the streamers uh, oftentimes in chat, people will say to the streamer, "Have you touched grass today?" Which means, <laughs> "Have you left your room and put your feet on some grass Most today?" Times I would guess, no, you have not. Well, touched well I'm, grass. I'm not that much of a hermit. I mean, t- two years ago I was a hermit, but I mean, we get a little bit more now. Um, but I, I just found it odd because I'm like, did everything change because of COVID? So I'm mm. in Bams, and I'm and I'm going down the aisle. And the aisles are really big at BAMS. Yeah. Either because we're big people that go there, mm-hmm. or you want some room to get around the slower people. That'd be nice. So you yeah. got you got a group of three or four people that are all talking to each other. So clearly they're there together. And a guy who's in the lead is leaning on his his basket, uh, his cart, and he's going negative two miles an hour. Yeah. And now they're spread out to continue the conversation. I'm, I've got a cart. I'm thinking, is this 10 points if I hit somebody? I don't know. It could be. <laughs> no, I, I started thinking like it was a video game. So I'm like, uh, and so now I'm like, I found a shortcut. I go to the left, go around them, and then as I'm coming back to the right, guess what? They decided to turn to the left. So now, uh, now, now there's a confrontation. Uh-oh. And I go, well, and I looked at it, I said, I'm just trying to get some chicken. You know what I mean? I, mean, I, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to deal with it. And right? go. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, go, I get the chicken. Then I'm like, well, these ribs look pretty good, which I can't have because they're slathered with barbecue sauce. So I don't do, I don't do sh- sugar, but I bring that for the family, and I and I and I'm gonna bring it back. I go into the self checkout, and I was pretty quick to find an open self checkout. Almost immediately, there's a guy like on me, almost as if I like like I sneaked in front of him, which I didn't do. Mm-hmm. Carrie, I promise you, I did not. I okay. did not sneak in front of the people at BAMS to go check myself out. Okay. So um, uh, I, I I the cashews, I got the chicken. I got the ribs. I got, I'm good to go. I'm ready to go. And uh, now I'm just waiting for my receipt. Because what happens at BAMS, well, you got to stop at the door to show them your receipt so they can make sure you didn't steal some crap on the way out or something. Mm, exactly. You know what I mean? They have to check yes. the receipt to the stuff in the thing, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. Doesn't give me a receipt. So now I get this guy who's anxious behind me, who I know is going to say something stupid like I cut him, and I didn't. Um, he just, uh, I beat him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like there was that. even a race to the thing. I, I was there first. Yeah. So I'm already getting this feeling. And, uh, <laughs> and and I look at him and I said, it's not giving me a receipt. They're not going to let me leave the building if it doesn't give me a receipt. And uh, and uh, I'm, now I'm looking for somebody who works there. And he points, he says, she's over there. And he goes, Joe Pags? <laughs> Come on. You know, I'm wearing sweats. Awesome. I got my gym shirt on. You know, Ew, you probably have so, a shower. So now, yeah, yeah. So the good thing is, I don't think the guy was mad at me because uh, again, <laughs> I didn't, looked... I didn't sneak in front. Yeah. He's like, I love your show. I shake his hand. I, I don't know if I asked him his name. If I did, uh, I, I apologize, Bam's man. I don't remember your name. But but uh, is is it a thing? What is the courteous way to get around somebody who clearly doesn't give a beep about who's behind them? In the hallway I, or in the aisle way at the grocery store. I usually say, excuse me. And usually, and they'll say, oh, sorry. They don't have a, they don't even have a thought. Somebody's behind them or trying to get around them. They're in their own little world usually. I mean, is it asking too much for you not to be in your own little world when yes, you're at a place where a bunch of is, strangers are too? I've been, I've been to the grocery store many, many times during the week. It always happens. Always. And what's the problem if I say pardon me or excuse me or move Nothing. your ass? What's well now? No. Don't say the Carrie, last think. one. Don't think, Carrie. Think when I open my mouth, what's going to happen? They're going to recognize you. And the oh, look at his ass wagon pags. Thinks that he gets to go around exactly. us. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I'm oh. trying not to be that guy. Mm, yeah. But then just to get the receipt. Oh, it turns out you know why the receipt didn't come out because I didn't put the 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 checkout the self checkout gun back right. 
Oh, dude. I'm like, I did. I said, she said, she said, no, it's being, it's being difficult. I said, I took it out. I put it back in. It clicked. It turned green. I thought I was good. Well, you were not. Can I suggest something? Yes. So next time, if, if you yeah. ever go um, to Bams. Oh, I'm never going again. <laughs> okay. Never going again. Well, if, never if, if, if you ever do and you have the app on your phone, you yes. can scan the items yourself and then just pay like that and then you can leave. And then when you I don't have to show out, them a receipt? When you walk out, the receipt's on your phone and you can show it to them and then you can get out. Well, Paula, why don't you tell her brother? I've been I've been hibernating for two and a half years. Why don't you tell somebody before I leave the house? Hello? Well, well yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I need to know that you're actually leaving the house. I will, I will make a notification to all of those in my text message circle that I will be leaving the house soon. A, get off the road and don't slow me down in the aisle. No, I'll, I'll do that. And I, I'll be honest with you. I saw where it said you could self-check out with your phone. I didn't get it, and I didn't feel like doing it. And, and I'd already been through this ridiculous traffic in San Antonio, and it was 101 degrees out. So I just wanted a self-checkout was open. I know how to do that. Beep, 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 boop, boop. You're done, right? But no, you're not done because there's no receipt that came out. Oh, and then she says, oh, it's being finicky. So it was the, actually the guns, you know, it was not my problem. It was the Finicky, guns problem. She pressed course. the button. She shook it around a little bit. All of a sudden, a receipt comes out. Well, you've had a day, have you? I'm still hurt that you didn't come and say hello. That's and I, and just I, really, really rude. And Can I, you say hello I, to you, Polo? No. And, okay. and I'm, Absolutely. what I'm concerned Absolutely. about <laughs> is that we got this guy walking around in 100 degree weather in sweats. Yeah. I was. <laughs> Before I left the house, my wife said, why, why don't you put shorts on? I said, because this is, this is my look. This is what I do. This is who I am. And you were wearing a tank top? I'm serious. Uh, Let me guess. No, 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 no. I was wearing a gym shirt that said shut up and squat or something, but it wasn't a tank top. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like one of those, it's like one of those OG um, uh, shirts that you would wear at the gym that basically says, kiss my ass, I'm working out. There I am. (laughs) And now I have to open my mouth and be heard because again, I'm not bragging. I just, I I get recognized more for my voice than my face. Yeah. So I do the best I can to not say much or go, there's no receipt. You know, I don't want to, you know what I mean? You want to be that guy. Yeah. So, because so, I looked at this guy who I thought was angry behind me, and I'm going, and "Look, there's no receipt. I don't know what to do. They they will lock me in and not let me out of the building." Joe Pags, oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so, so there you go. I mean, that, that's what I dealt with today. I, I mean, it was actually fun to be among the people, and I did. I said hello to both of you. I was outside the building. I waved at the window. Yeah, What's that doesn't count. That does not count. What do you, mean? you actually make your way all the way in and just say yes. hello. That would be the nice, uh, courteous thing to well, do. Well, I was there to pick up the As stuff that had been sent to me, mm-hmm. and I parked out in front of the. I didn't park. I didn't park at a parking spot. Of course you did. I just you parked, parked right in the front, front of the building. Didn't you? Right. Yeah. Yep. Carrie, he what? wouldn't be able to find us in here. <laughs> I have no idea true. where you people are. I know. That's true. You guys could be in Uganda. I don't know where you are in the building. Yeah. So, so there you go. So um, I need to get a new card key after 17 years. Mm. And I need to learn how to self-check out with my phone so I don't have to talk to anybody. But <laughs> I'm telling you, next time somebody's going slow, because I thought I was cool. I took a left. I did a roundabout. And boom, I'm right there with them again. A guy's still leaning on the card. No clue clue that there were 200 other people in a building yeah and again I it's just, 102 I get a chicken. you gotta get some shorts a chicken here you gotta get some shorts i was in it, it was cold in bams and it's 64 degrees in my studio um, why do i need shorts well because sweatpants no come on you tell me how to dress lucky i will tell you how to dress you need some shorts let me see what you're wearing today that's kind of nice i was gonna make fun of you but i can't all right uh 888-941-PAGS now, this is what i'm not doing anything i don't don't call with some trans crap I'm not doing any of this other stuff for, for the rest of this half hour. When you call in, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. You got done with lockdown. You, you started getting yourself back into the mix. You started being in public again. What was the one thing that seemed obnoxious, obnoxious that you hadn't dealt with in a long time? 
And yes, it's obnoxious, and I'll say this for those who are in San Antonio, that there's no freaking sign on southbound 281 for Stone Oak. So you go right past it and have to turn around and do something else. You have got to get out more. Carrie, can they put a freaking sign on one of the major thoroughfares? (laughs) I know. Turn here if you want Stone Oak is what it should say. I'm in downtown San Antonio going, where's (laughs) Stone Oak? You passed it, yeah. I did. I went right past it. All right. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're coming right back. Stay here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on, lots to get to. As as people are logging on to the uh, to the Twitch stream, you go to JoePags.com, J-O-E-P-A-G-S dot C-O-M, and you click on Watch Now, and it'll take you right to the live video stream. On the wide shot, it looks like the TV is precariously hanging off the wall. The reason it's like that is on the straight-on, head-on shot, there would be big reflection if I had the TV straight up and down. Trust me, it's on the wall very, very well, and it's not falling down. But that's why I've got to lean it like that to kill, to dampen the lights. That in front, I've got two very, very bright lights in front of me. So that's why that is. Somebody brand new to the channel, Carrie, was very concerned for my well-being because it looked like the TV could we fall off the wall. We would not want that to happen. Well, like... maybe not today because you sound like you're in a better mood with me today. Yesterday, I think you were hoping the TV would fall from the ceiling on my head, to <laughs> be honest. I would never say that out loud. <laughs> I'm just, I, you wouldn't say it. I would never say but, that you know, out yeah, loud. Yeah, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty observant. All right, <laughs> 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. What is it, as you got back into regular life, that you went, oh, man, I don't miss this? And let me say this. They're rebuilding this major highway in the area where we live, 281. Overpasses everywhere. And in the meantime, they're like, let's just not put road signs up. Let's just <laughs> let them guess what road this is. Because none of it looks like it used to look. I mean, it used to be like you know, two-lane uh, two lane highway in many areas or four lanes, two this way, two that way. Now it's going to be like a, a gargantuan highway. And I love mm-hmm. those kind of highways. Good little sports cars. I like that. Um, but, but when there's no sign that says where to get off and it doesn't look anything like it used to, that's a bit of an issue, isn't it? Yeah, I would say. And, and I have done that before coming that way or going that way, coming in. Um, there's like this sneaky turnoff that yeah, it should say major highway here. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. They don't, they haven't, they haven't put it. The next thing you know, it. you're four miles down the road going, you got to turn around. This road? Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm at, I'm at the Alamo dome for God's sakes. <laughs> You went way too far. You know far. what I mean? I'm like, yeah. That's a little bit too far. Just a little 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. What has changed that you did not expect when you got back in the road, start, you know, stopped this whole teleconferencing, started actually going to work in school again? And again, I'm not just coming out of the pandemic. I've, I've traveled around the country. I'll be traveling again uh, this coming Friday. I just don't go to the station or down, down to that part of the, of the area that often. And, and next time I'll stop in. See, the problem is and I don't know how to gauge your moods. Well, you just have to come in. You're going to have to, you know, have to play it by ear. Bring us lunch. So if you get punched in the face, uh, it's on me? <laughs> bring us lunch and everybody will be Oh, happy. I have to bring lunch. It'll okay. be awesome, yes. I could have gotten double of the ribs and I could have brought that to you guys. Eh? Sure, I would have taken some ribs, yeah. Yeah, some ribs, a little of that. I'll do that. Uh, you know, listen, I'm going to, what I'll do next time, I'll get you what you've got me for the past seven Christmases. 
<sighs> All right, fine. But, Never come to the station again, okay? You wow, rude. Again. Now you don't want me at the station? Okay, no, no. Stay at home. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I'll take your phone calls on what's changed. Plus, we'll get into what Matthew McConaughey had to say from the press room at the White House today, which was kind of interesting. Keep it here. Coming back. Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. We've got uh, former New York mayor, America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani on the program about crime around this country. What to do about it? I relay that, that story again about being on the 7 train back in the late 90s and how his policies actually saved us a bunch of grief on that train. Those policies don't seem to be there anymore. And also about his son, Andrew, running for governor of the great state of New York. Plus, we've got Senator Ron Johnson on from Wisconsin. We talk about crime. We talk about the, the, the January 6th committee, which we'll get into a little bit here. We also uh, we talk about the border. We talk about low approval ratings for Joe Biden, yet he's not changing his policies. It's very weird. We'll get into all that. Before we do any of that, I've got to get to Leah, who's been uh, holding on to talk about I just gave it this whole rant about going to, to a, a warehouse club today, about driving down the road, about not getting into uh, to my workplace and, and, and everything else. Leah, what do you think? <laughs> well, first, as I told your screener, had a bad day working at the hospital. You were cracking me up with your BAMS story, so thank you for giving me something to laugh about. On You're the welcome. Home. <laughs> I was going, yes, yes. I mean, that, uh, that's, has, that, has that happened to you where you're at BAMS and somebody will not move out of the way and they think they own the place? Yes, and I'm always in a hurry because <laughs> I live 40 miles. I li- you know, I live 40 miles from home, so I, I'm leaving work. I'm right. running in there. I'm grabbing exactly what I need. And you've got the people or the ones who run into their friends and they decide to talk about the last 10 generations of their kids. Absolutely. And I can't get by. But, yes, I was absolutely screaming, yes, yes, oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) But anyway, anyway, you're talking about the things that we um, have had to get used to after, you know, these last couple of years. Right. And I was telling your screener, it was a strange thing because it just dawned on me. I was, you know, I was at the grocery store and getting my produce and I was waiting, you know, in line. And there was a lady and she got her bags, you know, produce bags. And, you know, we wore masks for so long, you couldn't lick your fingers to open that bag that will not open. You you kind of have to moisten your fingers and rub the bag. So we all had to get creative, you know, to, to do this. And nobody's wearing masks anymore and she's over here licking like all five fingers and (laughs) just rubbing that little bag. And then... And then she goes and starts touching all the produce, picking it up, examining it with her licked fingers. And I've never been a big germaphobe because I'm I'm a nurse. Right. And so that kind of stuff. But all of a sudden, I went, oh, my God. You know, it's like. All these years, and I, from from the beginning of time with the bags, you know, we've all done it. We lick our fingers, we open the bag, we yeah. stick our bananas in there, and all of a sudden, it dawned on me that how long have we not been doing that? And why all of a sudden does it gross us out? And I was like, okay, yeah, there's there's a lot of I think a lot of us have become more germaphobic than we than we ever thought we were. Well, strictly know, speaking, I don't think germophobia is a word, but it was kind of cute. So we'll go with germophobia. <laughs> germophobia. <laughs> <laughs> 
but anyway, I did. I just, and then it made me start looking at other things that people are doing, yeah. you know, blowing their noses and, and stuffing their dirty Kleenex back in their pocket or their purse and then touching stuff. And all of a sudden it was like, I'm around horrible drugs, you know, bugs and stuff all the time. Right. But I don't know why it just hit me. And I went, well, I guess, I guess we have changed. We've, we've, our psyche has been changed by yes. all this and we're, we're just a little different, you know, but, um, but yeah, I will, I will agree with you. We, we definitely <laughs> are, are, are a little different. We and, are. Um, you know, but, uh, anyway, you know, great job. And I am a brand new fan, fan of yours. I was flipping through the radio. I heard your voice. You have, you have a really neat voice. Thank you. And I, but, but more so than that, you hit on stuff that nobody will talk about nobody. And so it's very, it's, it's very important. I listen to you and I learned quite a bit. Um, but I saw you on the internet and you're cute as heck. Too. <laughs> well, Leah, we, 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 we have a fan times too. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Well, well listen, thank you so <laughs> well, much listen. for calling in. I, I love that. We made you laugh a little bit today and yeah, I didn't even think about that. Definitely wash the fruit when you go and get it at the store. We appreciate Leah, man, uh, Carrie call of the year, huh? I was going to say, now we don't have to worry about you being a hermit or getting out because your head after that call will not be what able mean? to get through your What is that? Oh, what's the matter? She didn't say, oh, chocolate voice is so great. I mean, <laughs> Why? Leah nice. likes the show. What's wrong it's with very that? very complimentary. Yes, absolutely. <sighs> I'm cute as heck, it turns out. I had no idea that I was cute as heck. <laughs> no comment. So walk around a little pep in my step with my sweatpants on in 102 okay, degrees. Okay. Leah, we appreciate you. I'm glad you found the station. I'm sure she loves you guys too or else she would have stayed with the show. We appreciate you. All right, so uh, Matthew McCon- M- McConaughey, he's a great actor. I like the guy a lot. Um, every once in a while, you hear that Matthew McConaughey is going to run for governor of Texas. Then you hear that he's naked and he's playing the bongos. I mean, I can't figure out. You know what I mean? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Ago, but yeah. Yeah, but one day to the next day, you're not really sure what you're getting with this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the, uh, the was, he was in the Interstellar, right? So he's in that, and then and then he's running for governor, and then he's uh, he's playing the bongos and he's naked, and then all right, all right, all right was his thing at, at one of the award shows. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, you're not really sure what you're getting, and I like that. You get a variety from the guy, just like I do with you. Like yesterday, you wanted to pull my head off of it, off of my neck, and then today you said, <laughs> I well, did. Well, nicer. I don't know what the story is, <laughs> but. Um, this today, I did not expect this. We don't usually see actors or actresses show up at the White House press room mm-hmm. and talk to the media, and he didn't take any questions or anything, but he sort of gave a speech. Now, I know that you've got a story on it. Maybe yeah. I should just play him saying it, shouldn't I? Okay, yeah, I'd probably be better. I mean, why don't Absolutely. we do that? And if, if there's anything in here that, that we don't get to, you can add it uh, from the actual news story as well. But here's Matthew McConaughey today at the White House in the press room and I guess I did not realize that he's from Uvalde. I didn't know that he was from there. Yeah. And it turns out that's why he's so you know uh, married to this. But here's what he had to say. Families of the deceased, mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, Texas Rangers, hunters, Border Patrol, and responsible gun owners who won't give up their Second Amendment right to bear arms. And you know what they all said? We want secure and safe schools, and we want gun laws that won't make it so easy for the bad guys to get these damn guns. So, we know it's on the table. We need to invest in mental health care. We need safer schools. We need to restrain sensationalized media coverage. We need to restore our family values. We need to restore our American values. And we need responsible gun ownership responsible gun ownership. We need background checks. 
We need to raise the minimum age to purchase an AR-15 rifle to 21. We need a waiting period for those rifles. We need red flag laws and consequences for those who abuse them. These are reasonable, practical, tactical regulations to our nation, states, communities, schools, and homes. Responsible gun owners are fed up with the Second Amendment being abused and hijacked by some deranged individuals. These so he showed up, he said that, he, he says like two more words. Regulations are not a step back. Okay, and then, then it cuts off there. So uh, let's, let's break down a little bit what he said. Uh, first of all, uh, I like the guy, I don't know the guy. I like him, he, he, he's a good actor. I don't have a problem with Matthew McConaughey. But by the way, if you go back four years, he was at the March for Our Lives, and he was actually advocating to ban assault weapons. He was There's video of him doing that. So here's a guy that, again, is protected by good guys with guns on the movie set, protected by good guys with guns today at the White House press room, and he's talking about things that sound reasonable because he's a very good actor, a very good communicator. Just how he was saying that was very effective. But a lot of what he said wasn't true. Um, we do not need to raise the age to buy a gun to 21. Unless, and I'd, I'd listen to you if you were at least consistent, unless we would raise the age of somebody who can be drafted into war to 21. It's not, it's 18. Unless you want to raise the age that somebody can vote to 21. It's not, it's 18. In fact, the left tried to make it 16 recently. So when you've got these kind of responsibilities, um, I think that if you're going to send somebody to potentially die for the Constitution, that person should at least have the constitutional right to keep and bear. I don't think that's asking a lot. I really don't. And he's talking about law-abiding citizens. Well, the law-abiding citizens aren't the ones that are doing these massacres. They're not. Do we need mental health? Yes, I agree with him there. Do we need to be uh, background checks? There are background checks. Every gun I own, there was a background check where the FBI said, yes, he can own it. And then they have to expunge it. They can't keep a registry. That's really what's at, at odds here, whether we should, we should have a registry. Um, it, what he says about red flag laws is okay on paper until you realize that you don't know who the arbiter is going to be. Who gets to decide who is or isn't capable of exercising their Second Amendment rights? Who gets to decide that? If it's Matthew McConaughey, he might just say, I can't have one. And that I'm a danger and I should have all my guns taken away. If it's somebody on the left politically and I'm on the right, they might want to take them. If it's somebody on the right politically and I'm on the left, I might want to take them. So it, it doesn't, there is no blind justice aspect to our red flag law. Now, if somebody is known and has a history, I don't care if you're a juvenile or not, and that history is of violence like against animals like this guy in Uvalde had, um, you're, you're, you've got 36 contacts with police and the FBI knew that you said on YouTube that you wanted to be a school shooter like in Parkland. Those people should be put into some sort of mental hold and yes, they should not have access to guns because they've shown behavior that lends itself to doing something the next step up. They've said, I'm going to do this. The guy in Buffalo, New York there were signs everywhere, and allegedly he was on some chat room with a former FBI agent who didn't say anything to anybody, and the guy was saying that he wants to go shoot up the, the grocery store. So there are signs here. There are things that we can do to make sure dangerous people who should not have access, lest they be harmful to themselves or to the public, we have, we have already the ability to do that if we want to be serious about mental health. 
telling me about going from 18 to 21. You can kiss my ass. I moved out at 17. I was very mature, and I, and I sustained myself from 17 until my age now. So don't tell me that I could not exercise my Second Amendment right to make sure I was safe. I'm not a killer. I'm not a murderer. I'm not a wannabe murderer. I'm not anything like that. There are no signs pointing to that. So that age is just a chronological thing that you don't get to decide. Unless as a society, like I said, we're going to be consistent. And nobody on the left is going to say raise the the voting age to 21. Nobody, just ask Jerry Nadler the other day who argued against it, is going to say move the draft age to 21. Nobody. So don't tell me about not being able to own a gun until you're 21. And also this waiting period. I'm not sure what the waiting period is all about. Because if a bad guy wants to get a gun, he goes and gets it. Remember, Franzese just the other day, former mob boss, said right here on this program, I could get any gun I wanted and get an arsenal if I wanted. I didn't care about the laws. So the bad guys don't care about the laws. What Matt, what Matthew McConaughey says, I believe he does want to fix something that's wrong, that's, that's harming young people, innocent people, churchgoers, schoolgoers, grocery store goers. I'm with him. Let's fix it. You don't fix it by targeting the inanimate object that hasn't done anything. You fix it by targeting those who, who are prone to doing it. And you've got to have a system to where they've got a history of doing things that lead up to becoming a school or theater or grocery store shooter and make sure that we're aware of it and that we take action before they can do it. But a red flag law on its, on its own is ridiculous where somebody can come in because you're accused of something and take away your rights just because your neighbor said so or your wife or your husband said so or your kid said so, or your grandfather said so. That's not okay or Matthew McConaughey says so. That's not okay. Your thoughts on that? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Scroll down to the bottom, click on contact. You can send me an email. Again, I don't dislike Matthew McConaughey, and I understand his heart appears to be in the right place, but what he's saying just wouldn't work, and it goes against what rights we have. Keep it here. Coming back. You're listening to Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Joe Pag show for your Tuesday. We've, we've got um, Ron Johnson next hour. Rudy Giuliani, hour number three. Make sure you stick around for that. Got to tell you about Stamps.com. Stamps.com is awesome. When you're running a small business, every second counts. You can't afford to waste a single moment. So go to the post office, as great as they are there. There are going to be a lot of people in line. Might be some sort of social distancing going on. You never know how long somebody's going to take in front of you. Why not do it from wherever it is that you do your business? Why not do it from your home office, your actual office? From You can almost do it from the library if you think about it. Stamps.com makes it easy to do your shipping. It's easy. It's cost-effective. Going to save you a bunch of money. They've been doing it for more than two decades. They're an indispensable partner for over a million businesses. They give you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer and get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 30% off of USPS rates, 86% off of UPS. How about that? It's all streamlined, too. doesn't matter how big or how small your shipping is. Um, what they do is they're going to give you a great discount and an easy way to do it. Stop wasting time. Go to stamps.com right now. Stamps.com, click on the microphone, put in my name, PAGS, P-A-G-S, get a special offer, including a four-week trial plus free postage, a digital scale. Don't have to worry about long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, enter code PAGS, make that happen, make it happen right now. 
So a lot of people, when it comes to Matthew McConaughey having something to say about the Second Amendment and guns, will, I think, recognize what I said to be true. He's always somebody who is protected by good guys with guns, so to suggest that others shouldn't have them doesn't make any sense. I think his heart is in the right place. His heart mourns and hurts like mine does because of what happened right down the road in Texas. I mean, it hurts for what happened in Buffalo, too, even though we're not there. And we want a solution. A lot of times, an e-jerk reaction solution is a wrong solution. Some of what he says is heartfelt. I think it's all heartfelt. Some of what he says could work. Some of what he says can't work, and it's unconstitutional. We go to the phone lines, and we say hello, and welcome to line one. It's Abram, uh, or Abraham, New Mexico. What's going on? Hi. Hey, Joe. So, uh, I agree with you, like, 99% of the time. Cool. But, uh, you know, the whole argument that you're 18, you can you can go to war, you can have an AR. So, as, a, as an Army veteran, I mean... An 18-year-old civilian, as opposed to an 18-year-old soldier, is a whole, totally different thing. I mean, when you go to basic or, and AIT, all this training, yeah. you come out with a different mentality. So you don't have that civilian 18-year-old mentality. I think that's—I don't think that argument really is it, really justified. Well, I think know? I think you misunderstood the argument, Abraham. I love you and thanks for your service, but you misunderstood the argument. I'm not saying that because they're getting trained at 18 in the army is the same as being a civilian at 18 getting a gun. My point is very simple. If you can be drafted, and I and I could have been, I, I had to sign up for select service. So did you. If you can be drafted by by the government to go and die in war for the Constitution. Well, then it'd be stupid to say at 18, I can't have a Second Amendment right to keep and bear what I want. And it's been decided many times that I can keep and bear whatever I can hold and whatever I can afford. And an AR-15, which stands for Armalite, not, not assault rifle, that's something I can't own. And by the way, it shoots a two two three. It's like a twenty two caliber bullet. It also shoots five five sixes. But at the same time, the argument that you're trying to make is that they're well-trained in the Army, whereas they're not a civilians. That's not my point. My point is, if the government can tell me, if Uncle Sam can say, say Joe, go die, for the Constitution, I better have that right to own that and carry that and keep it when I'm not in the military. Does that make more sense or not? It, it makes it makes sense, but I mean, uh, how can I say? It's just uh, like I just see myself as an 18-year-old young man, as a civilian, and as an 18-year-old soldier. I mean, maybe I, the way I was living, I shouldn't have had an AR. And I, I, and I know... Uh, I know you can do just as much damage with a pistol. I mean, I have a Glock, 9, Glock 17 that has 33 rounds. Yeah. But there's something about having an AR in your hand that gives you a different mentality. And not not even just that. Kids nowadays, 18-year-olds, they're not even really adults the way they're living. I mean, you know, they're not the same 18-year-olds as 20, 30, 40 years ago. So, I mean, that that might be something to, to look at because the mentality is a whole lot different. Now. I got to hey, Abraham, I got to run. I appreciate your service. I appreciate your thoughts. We disagree. We certainly disagree, but uh, I appreciate you bringing them. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.